Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to Journey into an Unknown World once again. I know some of you have been following me for nearly three years now and I'm eternally grateful for that. I am now looking at taking each subject and putting that into a webinar where you can come and talk to me on that and learn even more about the many subjects that I've chosen to speak about on Journey into an Unknown World. So here am I, Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops, welcoming you to Journey into an Unknown World. And today, I've picked a subject that may not sound too nice. It's called suicide. Yes, there are lots of children all over the world who feel like life is worth nothing. They cut themselves, they swallow pills, they deliberately get themselves into gangs so that they know that someone will kill them eventually with a knife or a gun. They work around with groups that are trying to help them only to reject those groups because they feel that the person they are talking to doesn't understand them. They forget that we adults have been children. But of course, this is a new age. This is a new time. And all the children that are born now are very psychic. And so their sensitivity to what's going on in your home or at school, or even on the job at work, if they have a part-time job, there is something going on within them that they do not know how to deal with. In other words, their psyche has kicked in, but there is no one around telling them what they are picking up. So one of the first things I want you to understand is that every child born from 1995 is actually very psychic. So if you're a mother of a child born before that time, there may be an overlap, but generally from that time on, you're going to find your child is extremely sensitive to anything and everything you and your family members say. And of course, if you say something that is a lie or a cover-up because you feel you're protecting them, well, the truth is you're not. You're not protecting them. In fact, you're making them feel worse. So what I want to talk to you here about is being aware of the fact that these children need to know the truth and they need to know it in a nice way. You can't just say to a child, there's no money, I'm sorry, you can't have it. To them, that means they'll never have anything in their life because there isn't any money anywhere in the world. So they have no hope whatsoever of starting to find some money. Whereas if you said to them, at this particular time, mum and dad are having a hard time with pennies, so it's very difficult for us to give you some but maybe later we will make more and then we will give you some, then the child begins to realize that there is hope, that there is the possibility of something positive turning up in their life. As children, 
we grow up watching our own parents and we say, why did they tell us those lies? Why did they tell us that the tooth fairy was going to come and give me a sixpence? That's English. Why do they tell us those things, those fairy stories that never come true? Why do they tell us about Prince Charming carrying off the princess into the sunset? Well, the truth is, most of all these stories that we pass down from generation to generation are not very good stories. They always end up with a villain somehow threatening the heroine or the hero. And in some way, they have to go through great trauma to succeed in winning the day. So these children are hearing these stories and because they're using their psychic senses, they're feeling the energy of that adventure in more ways than you can ever imagine. And so in their mind, by the time they grow up, they think that they have to perform in a certain way to fight their way through everything that's going on in order to hopefully achieve some kind of goal. Sounds okay, sounds like normal life, except for when they go to school, there's all that bullying going on. And by the way, you'll find a show back earlier that I did on bullying. I suggest you have a look. And you'll also find a show about psychic senses, which I also suggest you listen to. But let's come back to these children. So here they are, riding off into the hot sunset, into school, expecting to find nice, sweet teachers, nice, sweet students, only to find out that there is a tremendous amount of competition for attention and there is a tremendous amount of bullying that goes on. And so these children withdraw into themselves. They may cover up and pretend that everything's fine, but deep down inside their soul is hurting. How do you know? Well, your mother, you're a father, you have your own instincts, your own ability to know when a child doesn't feel right. If you're lost in your own misery and upset about all the things that are going on in your life, then you will be too busy to even take notice of how your child feels. All you will notice is they're giving you some remark which might be rude or might be like, you don't care about me and walk off. Those are warning signs. They're very big warning signs. They're saying, if I don't get your attention, if I don't understand what's going on in your life, if I don't know how you feel, how can I possibly feel you feeling me? You see, that's the mirror image. They feel you all the time when you're upset, but they want to be able to know that you feel them. And maybe you're the kind of parent that doesn't know anything about psychic ability. Now, that's not to say it's bad. Now, that is not bad to say that you don't know, but it is bad if you say that you couldn't care less and you don't want to know any more about the paranormal or the five psychic senses. The reason it's a shame is because you're shutting the door on yourself. 
and you're opening the door for your child to become more and more depressed until they get to a point where they feel life is worth only one thing, death. Now maybe you're older, maybe you've been out in the world and maybe you've struggled with work and you've come up against a bossy boss or you've come up against a bad marriage or you've come up against parents who are always in your face pushing you to be more than you are wanting you to be there for them save them help them all those things are going to cause you to be in depression and if you're weighed down by so much depression then you are certainly going to feel like life is not worth living many years ago I was in my early 30s. I had a bad marriage, four wayward kids, lots of clients because I was a minister all coming to see me with so many bad things. Loads of earthbound spirits, those are people who've passed over but not gone to heaven, so they're hanging around us. In my head they were saying, save me, save me. And all the while, I couldn't save myself. I was drowning in sorrow, sadness, misery, and pain. And as a result of that, I made the decision to write a book. That book was called The Rejection Syndrome. When I wrote it, I was recovering from acute depression as well as a malady called Parkinson's disease. And I'm very happy to say that my MRI has now shown that it has completely disappeared. So throughout my life has brought me to this point of awareness where I like show and tell all the things that I have done over the years to make myself well. So you might like to get a copy of the rejection syndrome from Amazon.com or a signed autograph copy by me. And if you want to download it as an ebook, you can get that too. In that book, you will learn the psychological, emotional conditioning that we are all put through in order to become a good citizen, uh, act out the things the way our family told us to behave, and do all the right things. Coming back to these children who are very psychic, the problem for them is that they are aware of the fact that parents are giving them history, 20 years or more, history years that no longer apply. Let's take a moment here and think about that. I know back in 1986, I had a desk top computer that was really basically a typewriter. By the time I was in the 90s, I was learning how to do a web page. Today, kids are born with the ability to fiddle with their iPhones as soon as they can talk. They know how to touch the screen, they know how to pull up the things they want, and they know what they want when they want it. Now that is a very difficult thing for a parent who has no psychic ability whatsoever. 
to suddenly find you're rearing a child who seems to know more than you can in its own way be upsetting or exciting depending on what kind of parent you are. But the bottom line is that if your child is trying to commit suicide by cutting themselves, taking drugs, drinking loads of alcohol or simply getting hold of your pills from the closet, then you need to realize that there is a big issue going on within them. And the best way to help your child to share what is going within them is not you. I'm sure you've noticed that when you go to your child and say, what's up, want to share, nine times out of 10, they will shrug their shoulders and say it's nothing and walk out of the room, leaving you feeling through your psychometry, there's a big something there. But then your wife, your husband, the guy down the street comes in and something else happens. And so the moment is lost and you're on into your next thing of the day. But for your child, it's not lost. For your child, they will go over and over it and tell themselves in an hypnotic state that mom doesn't care about me because she never stopped to look into my eyes. She never stopped to give me a big hug, good morning. She never stopped to say, how did you sleep? And so on. We don't realize that when we get older, that other people don't say it to us either. So we think to say it. We don't want to save it until it's too late, do we? We want to get it out right away. So being with children, especially teenagers, is an awkward time. Teenagers want to break away from mother's apron strings. They want to get out there in society, make their first bucks, buy themselves their own clothes, feel they're strong, powerful, and independent, and that they're going to achieve something wonderful. Then they find out just how much everything costs. They find out that not everybody in the world is a, has a smiley face. They find out that they are victim, obsessed, repressed, oppressed, by circumstances around them. And so they begin to tell themselves in another emotional hypnotic state that life is not worth living, that there is only destruction, war, pain, and suffering in this world. Unfortunately, we've had some very bad case scenarios of children turning up in school with guns. Yes, we've had killings. What a state of affairs we are in that we have to go out and buy a gun and even under lock and key know that our child will access it somehow and use it either against themselves or against someone else. This world has become too judgmental. It has become too fast paced. In other words, we're hurrying around, going around in circles, getting nowhere, 
we are forgetting that we have an earth that needs tending. We don't farm anymore. We don't grow vegetables in our back lot. We don't entice the children to come out and help us. We don't do these things unless we live in the outbacks of our country where it's necessary to do that. But all these little boys and girls who are born in towns, they don't have the luxury of doing hands-on work in the backyard. They're living in high tower buildings. They're living in concrete worlds. Their world is an iPhone or a tablet or the latest computer. Now, while it may be good for them to have a computer, if they're not hearing the right things, if they're not learning the right things, then they may as well not have it. It's for this reason that I have decided in the new year to start doing webinars. Those webinars will take each subject that I've had on my radio show and expand it. During that time, we will also do lots of exercises that I will give you to do to help you think about the issue we're talking about. So I would like to ask you if you would be so kind to let me know what you would like to learn. All you have to do is go to my website sumariscenter.com that's S-U-M for mother A-R-I-S for sugar again center.com and opt in put your email so I know it's the real you and give me some answers to the questions there such as what are you interested in what are you looking for how do you want me to help you and so on this will help me to know how many people really want to listen to a webinar where I'm teaching and giving everything I possibly can in that one hour for only $20? Yes, you heard it right, $20. There are too many people now who are saying, make six figures, make a fortune. How can you make a fortune? when your mindset already says that you believe you're going to fail, that you believe that life is not worth living, that you believe that you are unloved, are a failure, and are on the edge of society all alone. I intend to change that. I want to help you build up your self-worth, your self-esteem, and your self-value. In other words, you look in the mirror and you see yourself as beautiful. You see yourself having done lots of things that are very worth praise. And you see yourself in using your time in such a way that you're educating yourself, improving your life standards, and feel that you're not wasting time. There are many ways that teenagers try to kill themselves, but I want to just point out what it's like in Japan because some people live in Japan who listen to me. 
The thing about suicide over there is it's way too easy. They only have to find a bullet train, subway, a bridge, and jump. And they do. And every day, people arrive late for their work. And you look at them and they say, yep, it doesn't even have to be vocalized. What a terrible state we are in that we don't know that our child or maybe our elder relative is going to go and jump in front of a train or a bus, a truck or into a river. We have to be aware when people show us the signs that tell us very clearly something's wrong. And even in the face of adversity when they say nothing is wrong, don't leave it there. Take time out and ask them what it is that's bothering them. And if they still refuse, ask someone else you know to go in and find out what's wrong with them. Because often a stranger will have more effect on finding the answer than you a parent would. I remember when I was very young, I was leaving home, I was going to start my nursing career, and I wanted to tell my father that I did not agree with his bullish ways or all the horrible CRA uh, words that uh, I heard about ancestry that inferred that I had to live like a queen high on a hill in a palace when in fact we lived in a little apartment and had no money. And so it was very clear to me that the bigot I was looking at was not hearing me. And so I found enough courage to write him a letter. And that letter led to us getting closer in our adult life until he actually became my student. So I want you as a parent to know that if you really reach out to your child and let them know that you know that you make mistakes and admit that you're not always right, then at least you have a beginning in being able to build a better relation as you mature and as they mature, of course, with you. Once again, I want to say to you, as I always do, that if you would like to connect with me, all you have to do is go to www sumari center that's s for sugar u m a r i s c e n t e r dot com or write to me d r for doctor d r m margaret m a r g a r e t and then r v c at gmail dot com i'll say it again dr margaret r v c at gmail dot com now, if you're depressed and miserable and you need help right away, I suggest you go to drmargaretrvc.com and download that healing meditation I have there. If you want to write to me, then drmargaretrvc at gmail.com. So you have two addresses there that you can reach out to me through. Okay? If you would like to join me in my webinars, please do go to Samari Center and opt in. 
and let me know everything that you'd like to know about. Without your feedback, I'm sitting here just doing what I think might come naturally. But is it what you want to hear? Okay, let's come back to children cutting themselves, harming themselves for attention. There are many different ways that children would do this. They'll threaten someone else with a knife even. What do you do when you're facing someone who wants to self-mutilate? I had another girl who was pulling her hair out in hunks. Can you imagine how painful that was? I had another child who was deliberately wearing pebble glasses when she had perfect sight. And so she was hoping to ruin her sight so that she would become blind so that her parents would then take notice of her. The expression of challenge comes in many forms with children. Their imagination is running wild. If they've seen it on TV and it seems to them to be a good way to end their life, they'll take that chance. If they've seen hardships on the TV or in a movie where people have struggled to fight an unseen enemy or to live in a time after an A-bomb's dropped, they're going to believe that. And they're going to think, what future do I have? At this particular time, our nation here in America is going through a lot of umbrage people are unhappy. They're unhappy because the children are not being educated. They're unhappy because their children are not getting the right medications for their mental illnesses. They're unhappy because the doctors who practice are not taught to understand the modern psychology, psychotherapy, and so on. Yes, our psychologists and psychiatrists are generally still teaching and dealing with patients as though they are living back in the 1970s. It's time we re-educated those people to understand that this new generation of children has a whole new need in the way that they are treated and helped. So I'm going to ask you as a parent to support your child by becoming your own psychologist as much as you can. What does that mean? Please read books, go to libraries, watch videos. Mine are available if you want to watch them too. Go anywhere where you can get information about how to make a child's life happier. And if you feel absolutely hopeless and you're drowning in depression yourself as a parent, then you too need help. You cannot help your child if you don't first help yourself. As they say on the plane, if the plane goes into trouble and the oxygen mask comes down, first you put it on you and then on your child. So if you're having issues in your own life, with your marriage, with your work, with your family, with the elders, whatever it is, then I can be there for you too. 
You know, you can have a session with me on Skype or over the telephone, depending on what country you're living in. And since I have many followers in many different countries, I can understand that we do have a problem with the time zone. Don't let that get in the way. Write to me, email drmargaretrvc at gmail.com and let me know you want my help. And then we can arrange the time according to the country you're in and we can arrange the fee according to the monies that your country spends. In other words, if your country is a third world country and your pennies are far less than America, I'll help you still. We'll find a way. Everyone in this world needs help. At this particular time right now, there are children living with parents in hovels because the parents can't afford a roof over their head. There are countries that are war where children are threatened every night by bombs. There are countries where children are used to carry bombs to destroy the enemy. We have to stop this. We have to realize that children need to be loved, nurtured, educated, made healthy, supported in their explorations, taught to be appreciative of life. When did you go outside last and look at a flower and see its symmetry and see how beautiful it is? When did you last walk in the park and think to yourself, I'm so grateful there's a gardener who keeps this grass nice and the trees looking beautiful? When did you last think about the trash man who collects it every week and think to yourself, thank you for collecting my trash? Just imagine what you'd have to do with all of your trash if there was no one to do it. Well, it's the same with your mind. Your mind is full of trash that you don't need. And sometimes you need someone like me to come along and help you dump the trash you don't need to keep. Yes, you can dump the history that is unimportant to you. With hypnosis, with counseling, with guidance, and with therapy, you can transform yourself. And when you do, the magic happens because you also transform your children. I have four sons, so I speak out of experience. Of course, they're all men today. And when I see the way they bring up their children and deal with children, I'm full of gratitude because I can see that the way I taught them has made them good citizens and extremely good parents. I hope that you will have those same passions and desires to bring up your children in the right way and give them the nurturing and support they need. Don't waste another minute. Go to some of my emails. Go to some of my downloads. Go to our website, opt-in. Go download some of my books. Read them. Watch my YouTubes. Watch anybody else's YouTubes. Read, learn. Be the best parent that you can. 
And last but not least, I'd like to mention that my book, Discover Your Baby Spirit, is also available for you to learn so much more about your child in the sense that they do belong to a group, whether they are hero, star, indigo, crystal, or liquid crystal. Once you find that out, then you'll have lots to talk about. So until we meet again, I'd like to say to you, thank you for listening. I am very grateful when you share news of these shows on Twitter or on Facebook or LinkedIn or anywhere else in your country because the more people we get to talk to via this media, the more people get helped. So you are my legs, you are my arms, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you so much. Be well until we meet again on Journey into an Unknown World. So I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Bankup signing off. Goodbye to everyone and have a very lovely month. Bye.